0: I have a song for you. I'd like to do with the... Uh, I'd like to go to the bar.
1: <laughs> Plug in my iPod and listen to him talk trash on that. I'm talking about
2: your mom's house.
1: Podcast, stop that. Laughing ain't gonna happen. The fix for a piss poor day. This gay discourse of mixed sorts. Get the pitch, fortune, listen while you bell. Hey, you're in jail. Laying with your Puerto Rican cellmate. Or when you tailgate, listen before the game starts. Play cards, listen while you're shoplifting at Kmart. Honest, I mean it, it's not a big secret. I'm often seated in the kitchen listening to Tom and Christina at the end of a rough day. Get a mug to drink, get my nut shaved. If I'm lucky, get a dental update. Just great, like the devil loves flames, like the devil loves heavy metal women who love snakes. This is just a thing to help your nerves and calm down.
3: I like one
1: now, bitch. Welcome to your mom's house. fresh, 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 the kitchen, mom's house. kitchen man, i the Got trash, got Welcome to your mom's house. Fresh, your mom's house. kitchen mom's house. Your mom's house. Starring Christina Prashitsky and Tom Segura. Special parents by Top Dog. It actually happened in the Orlando airport watch joke double. Is man. there
3: anything worse on the
1: front ah,
3: white rapper? Oh, yeah. Your
1: mom's house. Your mom's house. Nuh-uh for the beans. Nuh-uh for the beans. Fresh, 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 fresh out the kitchen, man.
3: <laughs> Double Dog Jeans, listen yeah. up. Are you local? Do you live in Los Angeles or surrounding areas? This is it, guys. Your last chance. Get your tickets to see me at the Ice House, Pasadena, August 9th. That's a Saturday. I'm doing two shows in the side room, 730 and 930.
2: Stage two.
3: Stage two. And guess what? I'm going to talk some shit. I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. It's for real mommies only. Get I mean, I tickets. think,
2: forget just if you live in Los Angeles. I feel like if you live in Southern California, uh, <laughs> you know Arizona, you know New saying? Mexico, you know Nevada, saying? you know what I'm saying? I think you should come out to stage two to see her put it down.
3: That's what's up. Thank you, Tommy. What about you, Jeans?
2: Uh, as we are speaking in your ear hole, yeah. I'm in Pittsburgh or Sixburg, however you want to call it. I'm at the Improv tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday with... Your baby's father, mm-hmm. Matt Fulshron, okay. the concierge. And then um, next week, Columbus, Ohio, the Funny Bone with Jeff Tate, Gatorade and hot dogs for life.
3: them on them.
2: Yep. Um, we'll be there all week. I believe that is the uh, 14th through 17th. And then um, I added helium in Philly. So I'm going to Philly the uh, 20th through the 23rd these are like one of my favorite clubs now is Helium and Philly you So love them Philly please come out bring your friends let's make it a party let's have fun shows every night don't ask me which night to come everybody which <laughs> night should I come uh, whatever <laughs> all, night you can go all night yeah if I can only come Thursday <laughs> or Saturday yeah. I, I don't know it's a, I'm rolling dice here I don't know um, then Denver with uh, Andy Erickson Big Earn. Big Earn's coming (laughs) with me to Comedy Works in Denver, Oh, downtown. That's my favorite room. And uh, we're there at the end of the month, last weekend of the month. And then from there, I'm off to Hong Kong. And then the big push is that you and I are doing Thursday, September 18th. That's what's up. Fort Lauderdale Improv, one show only. I'm sorry, where? Fart Lauderdale Improv. At the Seaman Hole Hard Rocking Casino, <laughs> Fart Lauderdale, which is actually Hollywood, Florida, but um, that's a big show for us because we're not doing West Palm or Miami anywhere the rest of the year. It's the only show in South Florida. That's
3: right. We're not yeah. booked. We're not doing uh, mm-hmm. Florida.
2: A couple of weeks Florida. later, I'm doing North Florida, but that's you know that's far away.
3: Super far away. Yeah. It's going to be exciting for Lauderdale. Then we go on a cruise with the family.
2: I want to get some good audio on that cruise. We're
3: going to torture your family. We're going Definitely. to torture your sisters and your mother especially. It's, it's going to gonna be great.
2: It's going to be something, man. All right. Um, listen, you need to support your moms. There's uh, a few ways you can do this. We, um, we ask you all the time to do this, but this is uh, is a huge way to support the show, and that is that you go to our website... Uh, com. you click on that Amazon banner and do all your Amazon shopping that you would normally do through the <laughs> banner. Yes?
3: Your mom's on shopping. Yeah. Let's and say you want to buy a fart machine. They got them on Amazon.
2: They do. They do have fart machines on Amazon. And if you do it through our... Through our banner that's on our yeah. site, then um, a little bit of that fart noise money comes back to <laughs> us, and we can keep doing this show. Yeah. It's real simple. You can, you can buy everything in the world on Amazon, and by going through that banner, you're supporting it. So here is uh, yeah. our website address. <laughs> you com. pulled that? Oh, my <laughs> God.
3: We've been getting requests for yeah, that
2: one. That's your mom's house. <laughs> Podcast.com. <laughs> Which podcast? My mom's house. Your mom's house. That's right. Um, <laughs>
3: that's an old bag. That's, that's, a, a, that's an
2: old, that's joke. A old joke. That's an old joke. <laughs> um, so please support yeah. us that way. Also, the store is stacked. <sighs> Bikes, let's get social shirts. Um, there's a few. It didn't greasy lefts. And Theo's 24 7. I'm Theo 24 7. He his shirt has been Whoa. flying out of there.
3: But we've had to cut a deal with him. I mean, that's been the tough part. We're at,
2: we're at 80-20 right now. Yeah. He's saying on the next order mm. he wants to be able to renegotiate, and I said, you know, we'll talk about it then.
3: He drives a hard bargain.
2: He does. He does. Um, also, really excited to um, inform you of my special. Completely normal is on. It's a DVD and CD double pack. Mm. The first 50 are autographed. If you order it, if you go to the site um and you'll you'll get it shipped to you the first 50 are autographed. Please get it uh a lot of people ask me that they they like the hard copies and uh it's up now. So
3: That's awesome. Yeah. My father loves your special. Yeah, he loves my Well, this is this is a direct quote. He said, "Tommy's pretty good." And I like how he makes this stupid face. Yes. He's got the stupid. Don't kick me under the table. The stupid
2: face is um the stupid face that I'm making.
3: Yeah, he makes kind of a stupid face. I like his stupid face. I go, Uh, I look at that stupid face every day, Dad.
2: Right, and then I also go, (laughs) I'm not making a face.
3: (laughs) You mean that's what I said? That's what I said. I'm like, you mean Tom's resting face, the face I look at all the time? He makes
2: a stupid look with his face. (laughs) Nope, Uh, that's just my face. (laughs) That's
3: just how it goes.
2: Um, Yeah. So all that. And a bag of something else.
3: Uh Uh-oh. What's up? I thought you were going to do the sound effect. What? For the bag of...
2: Oh, no, no, no. Well, I mean, we can... The thing that I wanted to point out is that Ovation TV is here, and they're filming, and so...
3: (laughs) Wow. Wow. That is exciting.
2: Chips in a bowl.
3: No, really. Right now, guys... we yeah. have, we're, we're on this TV show right now. called right now. It's The Art of, and it's The Art of Podcasting. And we just did an interview, and now they're filming us right they're, now. Right now. You it's better like, get your life. I'm going to take a picture of them so that you guys, I'll put this on the site.
2: Okay. It's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. Yeah, sure.
3: <laughs> the, the Art of, the fart of, in our case, <laughs> the art of fart casting.
2: The art of fart casting. Uh, are you ready to start the show? Are you ready to do this? Are you ready to open this we, shit up?
3: We fooled them into thinking we're artists. Go ahead. <laughs> All
2: right, here we go. Let's do this, man.
1: Hey, are you tired of being solicited and asked to donate money to help feed the kids? Then you look on TV a year later and you see the same kids in a different commercial? Well, you can make a difference. Eat a booty. Save a life. Eat a booty gang. Bang, bang. Ha <laughs> ha! Mm-hmm. This shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. No mom in the fucking stand. Well, welcome, welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitza, Christina Pajitza. Welcome to your mom's house.
3: Even gonna play the instruments? Huh? There we go. Whoa. <laughs> That's awesome. how hard I did it. <laughs> uh oh. Tom rocked out the song so hard that one of our posters just fell down. They felt the the wave of energy, the yes. electricity in the air.
2: I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm no joke.
3: You know, and I'm that's not, that's real talk right there.
2: Um, so that was Trick Daddy, uh, if you didn't put it together. The yeah. CEO of the Eat a Booty Gang. Huh. And um, the thing is, I don't know if you know this, he has declared today <laughs> mm-hmm. Eat a Booty Day.
3: Get out of town.
2: Here, here's the Eat a Booty memorandum that he put out.
3: Huh. There will
2: be no work tomorrow. Huh. Do to the weather. eat booty shelters are being formed in your local strip clubs and hotels. Hmm. Continental breakfast, bag lunch, and dinner will be available at no cost. Dinner consists of the eat booty traditional rump roast. Get it? You get it? Get it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, there's more. To join the eat booty Inc. requires no credit check, no down payment, okay. no initiations, job history, don't, don't matter. Like the hmm. Army, this is the place for you.
3: <laughs> like the army?
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know, like they want the army wants you. Please. The
3: U.S. is this why your father joined the Marine Corps
2: for the eat a booty stuff? <laughs> I'm not sure. I gotta ask him about that. Um, Wait, I'm
3: sorry, I've forgotten. I know we've discussed them before, but what's the the premise of the eat a booty gang? Like, I, f- I forget what's the what's their central tenet, if you if you will.
2: Well, um, let me see. Uh, there's a their
3: philosophy behind.
2: Um. I remember I, it was this right here. Uh, he was on hmm. this interview. Uh, let me see if we can pull it up. Or he talked about that, uh, that Eat a Booty Gang is what he's into now. Um, right, right. I think I have it. Where is it?
3: <coughs> it was like this new thing. He was getting into it. Being a forum.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's coming up here. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know why he made it sound like this was some new groundbreaking shit Yeah, that no one had ever thought of before. Right. Or I don't know why Like, it's his new kick. Right. Maybe he feels inspired. People feel inspired sometimes. Yeah, that's true. You know, so maybe that's um, what he's into now. So um, here he is with, uh, I think he was on Vlad TV.
1: Put up some pictures recently. It was you and a and a few other rappers, and y'all had some shirts on that said mm. "Eat a Booty Gang." Mm. Yeah, we the Eat a Booty Gang. You know, you know our motto is "Baby <laughs> Lay Down, We Got You." You know.
3: Yeah. Do you understand that? I got the, you. The motto is "I Got You." It does it doesn't add up though. If it's "Eat a Booty Gang," I got you. Here's more. You got what? Well, maybe you don't understand. Maybe yeah, you just I don't. Down.
1: No, a lot of motherfuckers trying. try. Um, <laughs> radio station. I meant to call Ricky Smiley. Ass. That's my homeboy. Anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know, they, they get their joke thing on. You know, I'm a big jokester, too. So, hmm. But they were trying to insinuate that we were some fruity-ass niggas or something. But, nigga, oh. we eat a booty game. If you niggas won't eat your old ass, we'll
2: eat it. Now do you understand or no?
3: I'm still a little stuck. Okay, wait, yeah. hold on. He, he's saying that people were accusing him of homosexuality, and, and therefore he's going to eat other people's booties to prove that he's not He's homosexual? saying if you're
2: not going to eat your girl's booty out, that he'll do it. He'll do it. Him and his huh. boys will do it, and that's why they're the Eat a Booty gang.
3: Got you.
2: I really want that shirt.
3: Um, you can probably get it.
2: I don't know if he's selling it. Oh, this is a great... I w- I'm so glad I remembered to say this right now. Um, so, if... Eat a Booty. Guys, it if you're so on Twitter, dumb. do me a favor. Uh, hit up Trick Daddy on Twitter. His Twitter handle, I believe, is 305mayor. I'm going to look right now. Yep, it's at 305mayor. Mayor, M A Y O R, as in he's the mayor of Miami.
3: So <laughs> I thought that was Rick Ross.
2: Hit him? Hell no. So hit him with a tweet at three hundred five mayor, mayor, and ask him to where we can buy the Eat a Booty Gang shirts, and that <laughs> and that you want an Eat a Booty Gang T-shirt. And I think that if he gets yeah. enough tweets from you, that he'll he'll direct us to where we can all get the eat a booty gang T-shirts because I, I really want to buy one. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm interested in yeah actually putting my money into the market sure and getting something in return. Okay,
3: well, it's a it's a good I, I like the movement that he's discussing. Mm-hmm. I think there there is a shortage of guys that will eat other girlfriends' butts, and this is kind of a neat thing he's doing. It's a service. Yeah. yeah. Also, you've been going through kind of a fashion renaissance, if uh-huh, you will. Uh uh-huh. um, It was really neat. We were at this fancy resort. Just having like drinks and hanging out like iced teas overlooking Uh the ocean. And I noticed that you were dressed a little bit like a Mexican gangbanger. What do you mean? Well, it was kind of, (laughs) it was neat. You're wearing like your great forum, the forum, Mm -hmm. right Western forum t-shirt and then like cholo shorts, like like the kind that cholos wear in LA, like the, the dickies, you know what I mean? You get like the Dickies homes. Orale, homes. Orale bato. And
2: West Side for life.
3: Yeah, dude. I looked over and I'm like, my husband's dressed like a full gangbanger. I had banger. the
2: Dickies shorts. <laughs> I had my <laughs> vans, my forum shirt. Yeah. And my, and my sunglasses. Fucking. My,
3: Fucking. Fuck bro. Smile
2: now, cry later.
3: <laughs> Chale, yeah, hue. Fucker.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, I was like, we're going to get thrown out of here.
2: I did get some looks.
3: No, oh, really?
2: Do you think that's not you a think? good look for me?
3: No, it's not. It's not a tight look. No, no, dude. Why? The shorts were like, like seriously, like the Dickies brand, right?
2: They weren't. They're like the they hard were, ones. They were Quicksilver. Mm. You know, I'm just like I'm West Coast in it. You know, West okay. Coast living.
1: <laughs> I don't like the. For, I don't like women that shave too much. I don't really. I like it natural. If you do marlin yeah. or other stuff where you have to trim it up, that's fine. But I like. Big hairy pussies I don't like no Little bald head pussies
0: but, you know They say the less hair Down there the better
1: That make me nervous too When a girl say Hold on Let me go to the bathroom Right quick Like what you going to do Camouflage this motherfucker
0: <laughs> Like this thing life. Fresh
1: This thing's supposed To be fresh Nah I mean
0: <laughs> Well you know Maybe she's been Running around all day And yeah, had a chance then, To wash it
2: Nah That's trick daddy again
3: No I know I put that
0: together What's
2: he talking about What is he talking about <laughs>
3: He's talking about his lady's vaginal grooming styles.
2: Yeah. I got to thank Jamie Palacios. I wouldn't thank him for it. Thank you, Jamie. Say thanks.
1: (laughs) Ain't that much running. She must have been running, flipping, (laughs) racing, playing basketball, high go see,
3: and everything else. That's why her, she has a stinky box. How can men have so many opinions on men's women's stinky boxes? Joey Diaz, when I was on his podcast, he, he was like, I like to have a vagina, I like it. Got some morning dew on it, little stink on it. I'm like, What are you guys talking? Who is what is wrong with you guys? Why, why are you so obsessed with the morning smells? Dew on yeah. it. It's got like a mist on it. <laughs> like, who are you with? get your life joey diaz
2: well he's a he's an animal for uh, real yeah, so well. i believe that whatever he's saying that that's pretty true you
3: better get your life <laughs>
2: um,
3: but why so many opinions on the hair and the style like your dad likes the full bush He mentioned on our I show i like a
2: full bush buddy <laughs> yeah i like it natural <laughs> so gross to picture him I like that girl's bush.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gross to picture your dad liking bush. It's weird. Most people love picturing stop, their dads. Stop saying Sexual it. Stop preference. Stop saying it. But good news for your mom—that I means she gets to keep a nice full one. That's nice. Maintenance that is, is low.
2: What do you think your dad's into, like pussy-wise? <laughs> you think he likes a hairy box? <laughs>
3: God, that's a good question. Let me think about it. Let's call him. It.
2: Can we get on the phone?
3: <laughs> Let me text my dad and ask him real quick.
2: You think your dad knows what a condom is?
3: <laughs> Hell no. Mm-mm. Dude, that is not their generation. Our dads yeah. never used that. Those for sailors, right?
2: Well, they're just like, you know, I don't have AIDS. Why would I wear one? <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I don't think my dad's ever. No way. No way. No way. Mm-mm. The the thought of it is preposterous to them.
2: Uh by the way, that photo of uh, there's a photo of me up on your Instagram. Yeah. And I regrammed the uh the Orale fucker thing that you're making fun of. So if you guys want to check it <laughs> out, uh, I think it's more than appropriate. I think it's fine. <laughs> it's terrible. No, I think it's fine.
3: You re- we posted it to the gram, so check oh. it out.
2: Yeah. I mean, some of the uh, 18th bottles were giving me <laughs> props that day.
3: So I, I do like the way uh, cholas look. I really like that look growing You look out, like them. Now, like, what
2: are you talking about? You have the same eyeliner, the same makeup, the same lipstick, <laughs> the same cl- You You totally copy cholas all the time.
3: <laughs> I love them. That's what you look like. You're so tough. Thank you. Yeah. I remember the problem with being a chola, though, is... If you shave, they used to shave their eyebrows. So did goth girls. Goth girls is the same thing. You shave, you shave the eyebrows and then you pencil them in like a thin line. Mm-hmm. The problem is your eyebrows don't always grow back. That's a little known fact. Yeah, I, had that happen to a few goth friends of mine. Their eyebrows never grew back. Hey. That's, I don't know if you
2: want to deal with that. That's kind of that's kind of bad. I. That's think.
3: when you cry later. You know what you I'm know, saying?
2: I got to cry with no one looking. <laughs> you guys, you fucked up my eyebrows. <laughs> You trim oh, my yeah. eyebrows. You told me not to pluck anymore.
3: Well, you don't have to. Yeah, I
2: didn't. You know can that. just trim.
3: You had uh, so many stragglers. You had like four inch eyebrows. Here's yesterday. what you look like
2: when you go ahead. Your makeup and when you go out. Okay, and we
3: still
1: right
0: here, on me fucking morning
3: fucking fucking who's at the enemigas
0: right there homie I'm gonna represent it. myself homie this creeper homie from the G-Dub 13 gang homie So Valley gang homie
2: guys like this were saying what's um, up to me when I had my, of course. my dickies on they
3: were giving you that nod there's Sub.
2: payaso oso loco over there homes. <laughs> what's up <laughs> <laughs> We're up all day all night
0: all day homies yeah
2: man
3: the 18th street
2: yeah
0: what's calculus
3: That's my favorite
2: um that was, that was amazing that's
3: really exciting well I hope you continue your gangbanger
2: one last thing uh, yes. before we move on from Trick Daddy yeah uh, well he there's something he doesn't like oh when it comes to sex okay you wanna hear what it is I'd love to I'm, so
0: Trick what don't you me like guy. about
1: sex I, I really don't like I don't like a lot of the, 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 the play before foreplay you're not into foreplay? The play before foreplay. <laughs>
0: the
1: play before foreplay is what I don't like. Okay. W- which is usually the the, the dumb conversations yeah, the because I make. Okay. He
3: doesn't like. Jesus Christ!
2: <laughs> I don't like talk before sex.
3: The the full foreplay. The, the, the play the play
2: before foreplay.
3: Talking, getting to know somebody, <laughs> connecting on an emotional level. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, gross. Eat
2: a booty gang. <laughs> I grab your
1: head and and, and, and uh-huh. motion your head towards my dick. I, I'm sure you would get offended. Okay. But like some women get offended if you, if when they suck in your dick, if you don't grab the
2: head.
3: No, nobody gets offended when you don't grab their head. Well, there's no woman alive who's like, he didn't force my head onto his penis forcibly.
2: Some, well, he's saying that some are like. Why don't that. you? Uh- some women don't like you to grab the head.
1: Well, my thing is, the before foreplay is the part you actually gesturing that you want to suck my dick, but then you don't do it. All
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is... What is wrong with this dude? Can I, can I tell you something? Uh, sure. I don't think he really gets laid this much. You don't think so? No. I think it's, he does. It's the talkers that are never the doers.
2: We're not, but you're here's what you're not considering. A famous guy yeah. who has records out, has some money, um, can always get laid a lot, but it's not always gonna be the level that you're considering. Mm-hmm. I'm saying he might be eating some pretty bad booties out Hi, there. Foofy. You know what I'm saying? Some mushy, dirty Hi. booties might okay. be what he's eating all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he might be he might be eating a stanky, yeah, just just gross, unwashed booty. Mm.
3: What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, he might. What's wrong with y'all? Yeah, that's really nice, Tom. Really, well, you don't know stuff. How do you know? I don't. I don't want. I, I hate when people talk about how much they're getting. You know what I? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so tacky. It's uh, just so tacky. Like, why? Why do you have to brag about it? That's what he likes I, to I do. Hate these interviews about it.
2: It's with, what he likes to how do. How you
3: like to sex, and then he tells us. Fuck it's, it's Would tacky.
2: you eat my booty, I Trick Daddy? I have a I have a booty. You can eat it.
3: <laughs> I thought you were asking me.
2: That.
3: <laughs> I was like, uh, Damn. That's a huge no.
2: if you saw mine. Um,
3: yeah, well. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through HIMS, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. A flight attendant, you say, that was checking you out. Was it on the flight back from Toronto?
2: It was on the flight back from Toronto. I forgot to talk about this. Okay. Yeah. Well,
3: walk me through this, because I'm not sure I really understand what happened.
2: Okay. So, I fall asleep on the flight. We get on a pretty early flight the day after the show. Um, I'm flying back, and we have a total... One of the flight attendants is this total grease ball that does not look like a flight attendant. (laughs) Grease ball. Yeah, well, he's got like long hair, like you know, Mm. to his shoulders. It's it's greased and combed back,
4: Mm.
3: and a
2: beard, and he's dressed in the flight. But how old is he? I would say he's probably like early forties, but he just he doesn't have the flight attendant look (laughs) at all. Mm. I'm sitting in the aisle, right? Mm. This grease ball is walking by. I fall asleep. I notice that when I fall asleep. Um, you know, I get boners a lot, right? I'm yeah. sleeping, I wake up, I'm like, oh, I have a boner. But I just notice this about myself; yeah. so it happens like all the time. On still, and yeah, or just when I, whenever I go to sleep, even
3: as, as an adult male, I yeah. thought the boner thing kind of slows down.
2: Not even a little bit. Really? Yeah,
3: every it's morning. Testosterone makes you crazy, it makes yeah. you angry, and it gives you boners. You That's cells. exactly. Like, wow. So what a curse!
2: I noticed this that like I wake up one time. Like, just for a moment, I'm like, ah, I have a raging boner. Yeah. And then I throw, like, a a jacket or a blanket over my lap. Yeah. And this happens a few times. I fall asleep for, like, three hours on that flight. So after I nap and everything, I get up. I wake up. I stand for a moment. I kind of look towards the back. Like, I'm I'm looking at the line to go to the restroom. Mm-hmm. And that flight attendant's like, how you doing? And mm-hmm. i was like... I was like, "Good." He's like, "Yeah." Did get a good, you get a good uh, sleep. You get a good little rest there. Mm. And I go, "Yeah, yeah, I did." And I go, then I was like, "Why is he asking me that?" I go, "Why was I, was I snoring?" And he goes, "No, you, you just looked really peaceful." And I was like, "All right." And then he walked away, and I was like, "Who the fuck says that? Like, why would he say right?" Yeah. Are, of all, there's a full flight of people, everyone's sleeping. He's like, you look really, really peaceful when you sleep.
3: Yeah. It just didn't add it, up it to me. It doesn't make sense. It's like when you're a masseuse. You ever had this when you get a massage and then at the end of the massage, the masseuse leans over and she whispers, you're my favorite. And then she kisses your forehead.
2: Yeah, well, I've had them uh, kiss me on my mouth. But like, well, I'm still kind of asleep. Right. And I'll be like,
3: what? What?
2: And then like the <laughs> massage therapist will be like,
3: Right, that was me all the time
2: But this guy was basically like You want to see some big black (laughs) He did
3: not He did not say that
2: He said He said what this guy said He did
3: So Amy. Look at the size of his Stupid. (laughs) That's why they call him black salami
2: that's what that flight That guy
3: couldn't act worse.
2: Well, can I ask you? Uh, that's it's that's
3: why they call him black salami. Do
2: you actually, do you think there's a chance that no. that guy was really just being, oh, and then he walked by uh, before that thing and he gave me two thumbs up.
3: <laughs> that's definitely. Yeah,
2: he did. He was like. That's
3: definitely weird. But he
2: was like, I'm checking on you. Like, everything good? Just to me.
3: So you're, what you're saying is he was part of maybe wanting to be Eat a Booty Gang with you. Absolutely. He gave you wait. Why did he give you the thumbs up? Just he to just like, walked by and was like that. That he saw your boner.
2: Wow.
3: <laughs> he saw your boner. If he's if he's giving you two thumbs up for no reason, it's thumbs up on that cool boner. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for letting me see up that. On the boner. Double the yeah. double thumbs.
2: But right, or, there's there's no other. I mean, the double no. thumbs up. The um. Do you have a good rest? Did you sleep well?
3: He's he's trying to make small. He's trying to get in your pants. Right. Trying to make small talk and get into your black salamis.
2: Yeah, it took me and it took me a while to figure out. That's how like like out of it I was. I was like, did I sleep well? Yeah, I slept well. That's the thing. I I go, did I snore? No, you just look really peaceful.
3: You just look really pretty.
2: You look peaceful, but your dick looked like it was ready to rock out.
3: All right. Did he stroke your beard?
2: He kissed me on the forehead, like you were saying.
3: (laughs) Those Canadian flight attendants are something else, huh? Yep. Super friendly. Yep.
0: Thank you, sir.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is so weird. But you have to think that flight attendants have to get laid, too. Like, I'm sure they... How well, do you maybe, come on to people as a flight That's the attendant?
2: little thing that gets him through flights, is yeah. that he walks up and down the aisle, and he's like, yeah. let's see if there's some boners on this flight.
3: Oh, he's, you know he's I mean? scoping boners. That's
2: That's like the little thing, <laughs> like... I gotta serve drinks. I gotta get right. people pillows. I got. Right. He's like, you know, the only thing that gets me through these flights <laughs> is scope and boners.
3: Boner scopes. Yeah. And then he saw your black salami.
2: And he was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, give me that bowl. Come on." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways.
3: Well, that's neat. Did you get his number at least?
2: I got. I got some air miles. Oh, okay. He's like, you show me that boner again, I'll give you twenty
3: thousand <laughs> miles. i um, thank God nothing like that happens to me on flights.
2: You have no idea how much flight attendants are checking you out. Come on,
3: <laughs> they're never checking.
2: Me. What are you talking about?
3: <laughs> First of all, I look homeless when I fly. I've always wondered, like, oh, why do people stare at me when I walk through the airport? It's because I'm dressed like a hobo.
2: They're say- they're seeing those hangers, and they they're totally. It's not that. Yep.
3: It's not that. Yep. It's fuck my stomach. Oh, Tom, <laughs> Ovation TV, do you really think they want to hear that?
2: There's very little that we've Gosh. talked about that can be on Ovation TV.
3: <laughs> That's true. We could talk about this. Do you remember um this was a neat thing when we did Ontario together? Yeah. And uh we had Burger King. We got we we finished our show late, Saturday late show, right? Mhm. Mm-hmm. The only thing open at midnight in Ontario is Burger King. Mhm. So Tom and I Pull into the Burger King, order... I I got a small cheeseburger and order onion rings and, of course, a Diet Coke. You got, like, three triple cheeseburgers, chili cheese fries, and then a milkshake, right?
2: That's a little bit of an exaggeration. Oh. I feel like it was not quite what you just described. I thought that's
3: what you were eating.
2: Three triple cheeseburgers. Yeah. Four orders of fries.
3: You get three different types of cheese on a cheeseburger, just because you don't like to mix the tastes.
2: <laughs> the cheese. Does Burger King allow you to go like, here's the kind of cheese I want on that burger?
3: Yeah, but your way, man. Made
2: to order. That's what it's all about. Hmm. Never thought of that. No, so, it was not good. It was here's here's actually what was cool yeah. is that um, I had ordered a salad, and just, I was like, can you um, just box it up for me uh, so that I, after the second show where it's right. late, I haven't eaten, I can eat. Right, So I'm making a good choice. Yeah. And then I got back to the green room, and I was like, where's the salad? And you guys were like, well, she didn't bring one? And then I go, oh, maybe it's in the kitchen. So I go, hey, did you, have, did you have my salad? No. And my server was like, oh, I guess they're they, they really behind the night. <laughs> and I was like, nah. And we were frantic at that point. We have like an hour and a half drive back. There's nothing to do.
3: There's, there is nothing you can do.
2: That's when you... Have fast food.
3: That's the life of the comic man. Yeah, you're you're you're, you got to eat some cheeseburgers in a parking lot at midnight. That's how. Hey, I'm
1: having a big ass (laughs) fucking breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, four bean and cheese burritos, lathered with two big ass eggs.
2: That was um yeah. So that was that, and then we had breakfast, right?
3: Yeah, and then we continued to make really good choices. We slept on that Burger King. Well, you got—that's the key to to eating well—is you go to the Burger King, you go to the burger joint, you get the full meal, and then you go right to bed after. That's how your body really metabolizes something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, we woke up and made more good decisions. We went to like the local pancake house, mm-hmm. and that was a fun one too because I decided to try corned beef hash for the first time since I was ten years old. My dad, growing up a single dad, eat a lot of corned beef hash. Out of cans, <laughs> anything canned. I loved it. Chef Boyardee corned beef, hash. and I ordered that. With some eggs, some toast, some pancakes.
1: And fucking six <laughs> sausage and cheese
2: patties. <laughs> and then after the Burger King and that breakfast, <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> it's not a good morning. It's
3: not a good morning. No, I came home and I had like instant catastrophe yeah it was really instant and i was like why do we do this bad bad decisions
2: yeah yeah that was that was that is though the trap you can fall into i feel like you have to stay aware conscious of what you're doing with our lifestyle
3: i know it's
2: like when i started doing the road i would be just like i would just justify every bad meal yeah just be like just eat bad all the time because it's just convenient yeah. And now it's at least where I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> and, and I'll get on track at least for, for a few days, you know? Yeah. And I work out, run.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, you guys, when you did the philosophy podcast yesterday, yeah. I went on a run.
3: Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the problem is I get into bad habits. Like, even though we were home, we could sleep at home. There's no food in the house because we were out performing. It's a nightmare. You fall behind, dude.
2: Yeah, and I feel like it's the only way now uh, to actually live and get through all this traveling and shows is you have to take care of yourself.
3: Most definitely. At least sleep.
2: Somewhat, right? Yeah, that's
3: the key. You gotta sleep.
2: Sleep is so important.
3: I made fitness for the first time in a while. Hey, well, how was that? (laughs) Here's here's. I've been trying different fitnesses. Mm -hmm. Like I tried doing that bullshit cardio bar that all the white ladies are doing in my neighborhood making fitness by the way
2: is the um, official eastern block way of saying working out just in case someone doesn't know
3: i don't like making fitness but i'm forcing myself to Mm -hmm. and i went to that stupid bar class and all these women are kicking and punching or whatever the fuck doing you know trying to do exercise it's like a it's a form of aerobics and i just i can't get into it man i just i feel like an idiot I feel dopey,
2: dude. When you did you did power yoga, yeah, in the living room for like an hour, yeah. And then I've never, <laughs> First I've of all, never wait. seen you break like like that day. <laughs> you like, I don't know, gonna, I don't know if I'm going to make it today. <laughs> you went to bed at nine o'clock.
3: Well, it's a lot. I did power yoga, not regular yoga. Okay. And did you see my form? Did you see how good my form was?
2: Um. Yeah, your form was really good. I walked by a few times and saw you doing things that. <laughs>
3: How how did my downward dog look? How's really? My, how is my Cobra strong? It's
2: like, like you put on a clinic.
3: Yeah. Power Cobra.
2: Yeah, your Power Cobra was powerful. Powerful.
3: <laughs> powerful. Yeah,
2: very powerful.
3: That, yeah, I watched this guy. His name is Brian Kest. Kest is he K- online. He's online. You guys, and the good thing is go to Brian Kest. If you like Peter Kane, that guy we play with the dogs, Brian Kest is the Peter Kane of the yoga world. He does power yoga here in Santa Monica. All the celebrities go to him. Like he's a big guy, but he keeps it real. I mean, this guy, he said something like, I was during the yoga class. He he puts them online as so you're you can breathing pay.
4: Deep here, yeah, he's great. I want you to drop your head back as far as you can. He's now great. again, remember, this isn't about aesthetics. It's about sensation. So it doesn't matter how far back you go. It matters how much you're feeling.
3: How much you're feeling?
2: What did what did he say that you said so, you?
3: So were- so we were we were doing our we were doing a leg stretch. And you stretch out your butt muscles. Yeah. And he goes, ah, oh, that stretch looks so so fucking sweet. I'm gonna sit down and do it too. And then he sits down and does it with you. Yeah. Like he'll every now and then he'll be like, he strips Don't, away
2: the pretense. Yes. Of, yes.
3: He'll be like, this position is called put your leg behind you. There's nothing special about it. And his cadence is weird. Yeah. And every now and then he curses in class when I, I used to drive to Santa Monica to do it live with him. It was he's just so much fun. That's cool. He's the best.
2: That's cool. Yeah. I like I like somebody that goes like, we're not gonna use all the fancy
3: Well, why why put the pretense into it and and just you know, you're going there to get a workout and to stretch and to feel good about it. And he gives you like some of the philosophy yeah. behind it. But it's there's nothing pretentious about him, which is great. That's good. Yeah.
2: That's really good. <laughs>
3: Don't worry about Oh, oh, here it is Oh, good
4: (laughs) Butterfly in (laughs) the sky Come on I
3: can go twice as high Let's get it on Take a look (laughs) Nigga In a book
1: My (laughs) nigga Reading Rainbow You think it's a (laughs) game? I can go anywhere (laughs) Suck my dick (laughs) Friends to know My (laughs) nigga Ways to
0: grow Nigga Reading
1: Rainbow Here we go again It. What? Take a look, nigga. In the book, <laughs> my nigga. Reading Rainbow. This is the rainbow. shit I be talking about. Reading you Rainbow. Think reading you think rainbow. it's a game?
3: You uh, think
2: it's a game? You it's a game? Which
3: I really want. <laughs> I, I, which I really
2: want. Uh, man. DMX with the Reading Rainbow is just. So
3: good. That's why I didn't I didn't know he did the theme song for Reading Rainbow. Well, they
2: released the uh, <laughs> a version without him. But the original is, was with him.
3: Yeah. This is really good. Yeah, yeah, it's, really it's good. so there's so many big words in it and stuff.
2: Yeah, a lot of big words. <sighs> definitely different. Uh, yeah, Miss Pat oh, was awesome. Wow, so great.
3: Wow, and if you haven't heard the Miss Pat episode, we do Tom or Black with her, and it's pretty phenomenal. It, it, you're going to be we've surprised.
2: We've never gone down to the wire, and we, we'll we we'll, won't we'll let you know how <laughs> it ends, but it's pretty amazing.
3: Yeah, let's just say you really fooled her on a lot of stuff. That was really good.
2: It was a good game. It was a good matchup. I I had a worthy opponent, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I felt I
3: felt challenged. It was interesting because remember she was like, you you didn't just have black people; you had all kinds of black people. She's like oh,
2: slaves.
3: Yeah, <laughs> slave. <laughs> We're like, what? <laughs> we didn't even categorize it that way. Of, in this well,
2: of course not. But she was amazing. She was amazing.
3: So so funny, dude.
2: Oh my god! Like. Her stories were incredible.
3: And just so you know, guys, that was because of you yes. tweeting us about her, and we had to get her in, because you guys wanted her.
2: You guys were really, really into getting her on here, and I'm glad you didn't, because it was really, oh. it was pretty phenomenal.
3: What? <laughs> what y'all really
2: want? I'm obsessed with him right now.
3: What about the crying Dude, thing?
2: this this I I was talking about this on stage. I was so I was so like uh just fascinated by this. And that is if you go on um if you go on YouTube, you go to uh DMX behind the music. You have to see this. It's just incredible to me. <laughs> so there's a part where they're talking about his grandmother dying and how she was the most important person yeah. in the world to him. And he gets really emotional. Um, but what's really crazy to me is that when he gets emotional, the way that he snaps out, he doesn't want to cry.
3: Yeah.
2: He growls. Just like he would growl in song. Like he's famous for that. Like, yeah. Ah, and he'd <laughs> <laughs> right, right, <laughs> he would actually bark.
3: He would bark
2: in songs. But to see but like that's not just a performance thing, but like that's it's it's an amazing insight into the way somebody's mind works. You understand? Interesting. Like it's it's incredible. I think like I, to I come around, and be like
1: oh, let's go hang out. he would start drinking.
2: Yeah,
3: the, the art of Dmx. Ninety four.
0: She was diagnosed with bone cancer.
3: Oh geez. Jesus! At all
1: until
0: that day, yeah, I
1: really felt is. like I lost my life. Oh. So
0: I lost everything
1: that was like special to me.
2: Pay attention. Mm-hmm. It gets really sad. Pay attention to what you hear. Yeah. As far as how he stops himself from being sad. The only person
1: that I was special too. You know, because no matter how hard, how hard we are, how tough we are, we need to be someone's baby. Aww.
3: Whoa, he he growls.
2: He fully growled to stop himself to, get, from out to wow. get out of the
3: feelings. Wow, I should try that. I don't like feelings either.
2: <laughs> we need to be
1: someone's baby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. What y'all really want? Yeah, it was
2: intense. It's
3: intense. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. That's heavy, huh? Yeah. Dude, I've done things, but I've never growled. I don't growl when I'm trying to stop crying. Just like look around. <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot. Right. Yeah, I go. I started. I don't like to cry in front of my shrink. Now this last week, I was like, I'm not gonna give this bitch the satisfaction.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the satisfaction.
3: Like she's like, mm. she's like, it's great to
2: see her cry. Make
3: this girl cry this
2: week. Yeah, talking
3: yeah. about my mom and shit. I'm like, I'm not gonna cry. Just week. I'm gonna hold it together.
2: You know what always gets me? What? Always gets me are these what? these pieces, these packages that like they make to get you emotional on TV, like. ESPN, for instance, will be like you know, they'll they'll show a bunch of sports highlights, and then they'll be like, "When we get back, yeah, Trevor is six. And he has <laughs> you know a brain tumor, but he always <laughs> wanted to spend a day with the Seahawks."
3: Oh and no, Trevor! Like, oh, God. oh God! And like goddamn. you start
2: watching, they have the violin playing, and then he's like, "I like <laughs> touchdowns," and you're like, oh, "And you start watching," and then the parents are like, this is the best day we've ever seen for Trevor." And and they show him in the hospital, and oh, man! Like, I, I want to hold the football, and then I just floodgates. Oh. I can't watch them. I cry every time I watch one of those, and I know <laughs> I it's coming. Like I know on the teaser yeah. that it's Tears City is yeah, coming. That's what they're can't. trying to...
3: See, I don't like those packages, because I know they're trying to milk me on it, yeah, and then you. I get mad, and I'm like, no. I will not cry for you. Well,
2: I won't I watch it. Not. I will not. if I watch it, there's tears. Yeah. So my only choice is watch it and cry. But sometimes a cry feels good. Like I'll be like, I'm just going mm. I'm going to watch this and get some tears streaming. Yeah, I know. You know, just for like
3: Can I can I tell you what I cried about yesterday on the, uh, as I was driving to see my my shrink? What? <laughs> so, there's this great interview with Kevin Hart on uh, Oprah Radio. Mm-hmm. You know, I love me some Oprah. Super Soul Sunday, right? Yeah. So Kevin Hart is talking about starting in comedy and how he didn't go into college. He just did high school. Yeah. Uh, started stand up out of high school. And his grandmother agreed to pay his rent for a year while he made it as a comedian. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, it takes a, l- a little bit longer than a year to make money as a comic. So yeah. six months into this... Uh, so anyway, she just hands him the hands him a Bible. And then like a few months go by and... He's like, oh, I, I need my rent check, Grandma. Give me the rent. And she's like, just go read your Bible. Read your Bible. You know, 30 days passes, the eviction notices start coming, and she keeps saying, just read your Bible, read your Bible. So finally, you know, he's panicked, and one day he opens up the Bible, and she had put all the rent checks in the Bible that she gave him months earlier, and she had dated them in the future. So she had the year's worth of checks in the Bible. And I heard that, and I was like, Oh, <laughs> she supported him, and then it's interesting. I brought that up to my shrink, and my shrink goes, hmm, "Interesting, because that love was conditional, wasn't it?" And I was like, "What? What?" Because she had to hide it in the Bible in order for him to get it. Like there was kind of a condition put upon that money. Well, I don't it was know kind a... of a shitty thing in the end, of the day, like in a little way.
2: Okay, I don't see it that strings, way strings
3: a little bit of strings. Like they had to share a faith thing,
2: right? But she was, you know, trying to
3: be nice. Obviously, yeah. yeah. But if you look at it from a psychological perspective, She wasn't perspective, like, too, it's, it's hidden like, in
2: this puppy's stomach.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you got to murder this puppy. You want them checks? Those
2: checks are in the puppy's belly. <laughs> There's only two ways you can do that. Good? Right. Here's a knife. Hurry right, up. Right, right. No. That's so funny. But you cried.
3: I did in the car, yeah. I was like, oh, that's so nice.
2: Well, I was thinking about getting a wall Yeah. And just get pictures of you crying on the wall.
3: Oh, that's nice. You know? Just me in pain?
2: Yeah.
0: Emotional pain. Emotional pain.
3: Huh. You know what I like to do? I know you got this neat DVD out about your jokes, and it it goes really well. About your
2: jokes, You know,
3: to tell you skits, comedy skits. Right. I like to put together a DVD compilation of all your bombs. Like, just you failing, like, an hour of just your failure.
2: It's a pretty good one called uh, Episode 172 of Your (laughs) Mom's House. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah.
3: (laughs) But I want, like, I want more. I want all your failures.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
3: Oh, yeah. Real talk. Oh yeah. Real talk. Oh yeah. Real talk. Oh yeah. Real talk. Oh. I haven't heard that in a long time. I really like it.
2: You like it? Yeah. Um we have been really taken by this show Married at First Sight.
3: Oh my god, it's so good.
2: Oof, so man.
3: this show was referred to me uh through a friend who loves awful reality shows too and it's it's Listed as a social experiment where a team of like psychologists and people, matchmakers, sexologists get together and then they they pair up people and they have to get married upon first seeing each other. They yeah. meet at the altar. How crazy is that?
2: It is. It's totally fucking crazy. Yeah. And there's no way I would participate in this shit.
3: Why not?
2: Well, maybe if like I was really, really, really down and out about... Like dating possibilities, right. the dating scene, all that. Like I feel like, and the thing is, I don't think they're these people. They're not ones that are like, no. like this is a desperate move.
3: Except for the girl that you you read her crazy radar very early. Yes, that red haired girl. You were like, oh, that bitch is cray-cray. because she's been on The Bachelorette or something. But I had before. no idea about that. Right. I just put, I heard
2: one sound bite and I was like,
3: problems. Right. So yep. it's it is for people who have yeah. Problem. I mean, think
2: about it. You're like the idea. A blind date is one thing, but to yeah. be like, I'm gonna marry this person. Right? Like they got married
3: on for laying f- eyes. But however, it, how does it work in India? Like in Indian culture, I think you kind of even. Oh, this is like
2: a yeah. The eastern part of the world has a has a tradition of arranged marriages. But, but you
3: know the family. You you know what they look like. Before somebody's like
2: vetting them, right? Like your the, the
3: families. The families the do. Yeah. So you kind of the parents match you up based on like oh socioeconomics oh, and stuff I
2: would love to force an arranged marriage on you on you, me where you have yeah. to marry somebody horrible really yes That's so sweet. To see you suffer for a who, while
3: who would you set me up with to marry
2: um I would set you up with somebody with like really really bad hygiene problems <laughs> um, somebody you know yeah somebody I'm who, who has maybe who's immobile. Who, a mobile. Yeah, but not like, not like with you know disease riddled. I mean, just like, you know, like maybe they they have a. I know who you want. Like I know, like I a manual Arriba kind that, of thing. I was just
3: gonna say that. Yeah, like that. The the fattest man in the world who's now passed away. He passed away. I can't believe. But it. But
2: I wouldn't want him to be that big. I'm talking about like six, seven hundred pounds. <laughs> um, you know, maybe he uh, mm. doesn't have that many teeth, and. Um, you know, you just have to feed him and stuff. But I'm sorry, and bathe them,
3: mobilize. And his okay, but mo- motorized scooter fat. Yeah. Not bedridden fat.
2: Uh, he's on the cusp. You know,
3: <laughs> one more Chinese takeout meal and he's in the scooter. Yeah. yeah. Like that guy was that. Is that but the Manuel? main thing is
2: that you wipe him and you change him. Every That's day. the
3: neatest part of a guy like that. Was that the guy who was the guy that would lower the bucket out of his third story? Right oh, now? yeah,
2: no, that was a guy in New York and a, a black guy, forget <laughs> his name. He was on the show, I lower the bucket out, the bucket, and they put the pizza in, and then I told him, Woo! yeah,
3: man, you're doing it when, when you got to lower a bucket, sneaking meals for your with, food. from the
2: bucket. Yeah, <laughs> they were bringing him food, and he was like, I still call for the bucket,
3: the bucket, <laughs> put,
2: put, put it in the bucket, and then put the pizza in the bucket, and then, uh.
3: Can I can I tell you something now? Oh,
2: yeah, Dirty and disgusting.
3: We were watching this documentary about the royals, yeah, about uh, the some palace, whatever, right? Oh yeah, where, yeah. Where, where King Henry lived.
2: Oh my God, yes, I know. And
3: the best part is, like, at some point, uh, so many royals just fall into overeating to deal with their emotions, and I'm like, yeah, I can see myself doing that. That's uh, not so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I already do it.
2: I could see myself doing that <laughs> in the present
3: <laughs> tonight.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But if right. you have if you have just servants and you have right. all that type of power, you're just like, and then and you God. don't worry about like uh, working or my clothes won't fit. You're like you're like sew me another silk fucking <laughs> robe <laughs> now, uh, sir. This is this is will fit your new fifty eight inch waist. And you're like fantastic. Does this look good? <laughs> yes, and we'll paint you so that you look awesome.
3: <laughs> uh, I if I had to choose my way of killing myself, it might be eating myself to death. Yeah? Because that's
2: like... It's a slow process, fun, though. Fun, slow... It's fun and slow. <laughs> Eating yourself to death.
3: Right. Yeah. It's pleasurable. You're going to have pleasure on the way out.
2: What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with y'all?
1: You
3: niggas are crazy! <laughs> Can't do that. So, okay, so so married at first sight...
2: Yeah, you follow three couples. Yeah. Um, These three couples are all... They're very different... Um. There's uh, Doug and, what's her name?
3: Shit, I was just writing about them today.
2: I forget her name. Shit.
3: Shit. God damn it. (laughs) Ah, shit. Doug and Kathy. Nope. Tracy. Oh, look it up. Stacy. I had it all Marsha. No, it's
2: it's Doug and Jamie. Jamie, yeah. It's Courtney and Jason and Monet and Vaughn.
3: And I liked Monet and Vaughn the best cuz they they looked like they would be the most compatible on paper. Yeah. And they're having the hardest time.
2: Yeah, they had um they had a uh a clash. Um cuz they they had the the best wedding, arguably, right? Or
3: They had the best wedding. Yeah. They had the most fun.
2: They they definitely had the best wedding night.
3: Yeah, they hooked up.
2: Wedding night. Trash. Like a few hours after they met. So Not trashy. even you know, here's them though after T- We're they went, married They we- went on their honeymoon, and this actually was I, I, really, I really empathized with the guy on this argument they had. Yeah, because she was like, at this point they're together like nine days. They got married at first sight. yes They spent the night and then they went on a honeymoon immediately. And she, like he had agreed to move into her place, which is a big concession, and she was saying like, "Oh, I love my Sunday brunches." And you can come right, to Sunday brunch, right? And he's like, uh, "For me, Sundays are like I like to not really he, go no, anywhere." He
3: says specifically, Sunday is a quote, "no talking day."
2: Yeah, I like to just yeah. Quiet. So when somebody
3: says I don't talk on Sundays, yeah, just listen to that. Let let the guy not talk on right. Sunday because it's
2: what he needs, right? Yeah. And you have to be aware. I mean, I, my my feeling on this is like. Go, you, yeah, enjoy your well, brunch.
3: like what we have, when football season starts, it's no talking till Jan- January.
2: Now February.
3: No talking till February.
2: Yeah. Which is perfect.
3: Yeah. Because
2: there's football. Yeah. I get to watch it, and then I'll have to deal with your bullshit.
3: Mm-hmm. When does football season start for me?
2: Uh, it starts in a couple weeks. Oh, jeez. So that means all I want Great. is a little bit of silence, September, October, November, <laughs> December, January. <laughs> and that's how Great. marriages work. Here's them. To
4: talk. know each other's friends. Which is different. You know, you're super sociable. That's that's Absolutely. something you really look forward to. I enjoy yeah. my quiet, my peace time, just not talking. So that's oh, wow. that's kind of like we're, we're kind of opposites in that way. There's a lot of things that we're good, we make a good potential match for. There's a lot of things that aren't. I really ask for a bubbly person, somebody that's talkative, because that's kind of the yin to the yang. To match my personality, but when I come home for work, I like peace and quiet. Honestly, I find her to be almost too talkative. Ooh, let's always let's always talk and let's always interact. Let's do this this kind of thing. That's it. Sometimes to me, it just needs to flow naturally.
3: Last week, he asked me to be more attentive. But when I do attempt to try to be that attentive to him, oh he then turns it around and says it's too much.
2: I think it's a little dramatic of a of like she's trying to like like break it down yeah. so much yeah. and, and and being too intense about the situation. Yes. Like, I I really just feel like if somebody... I, 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 maybe it's just that I'm the guy in this scenario, yes. but like I get that somebody's like, hey, you know, sometimes I just want to chill out. And, yeah,
3: and, and listening to this again for the second time, yeah, she's kind of a dope. And I feel like... Uh, hi, Vivo. I feel like she's kind of a dope here. Like I I I feel like when men tell you stuff, just listen. Mm-hmm. When people tell you stuff, just listen. He's telling you what he needs. Right. And then you're blatantly disregarding that and forcing your will on him. Like why can't you just do your thing and then he does his thing for a day or and a like, morning? We need deal. to
2: we need to talk all the time. Like right yeah. like right now she's like we're not you asked me to talk last week and then we're not talking right now. He's like well just, you know, oh, yeah. we're sitting on the couch. Like we can relax.
3: She doesn't take like emotional cues. Yeah, she's she's one of those people. It's like maybe she works in HR or some, or she's an accountant. Like she's yeah. she's a nerd alert. Like yeah. she doesn't have the finesse of of how to deal with people.
2: For me, it's it's wrong it, with her. She's too much, and I think that's what he's feeling. She's too much. Too much energy. Yeah, he's he's very low key. The way that this works is when neither person. Is bothered by the other person's way of being. In other words, oh, that's the chill so person yes. goes like, "Yeah, there. She's bubbly. She's talkative. She's a big personality. That's cool. Like, but she doesn't force me to be that. Right. And then, and then you know, she doesn't force him to be in that. He doesn't force her to like chill. They can just be around each other but yes. be different.
3: I think. And I think that's the fundamental flaw of uh, awful couples. <laughs> Right It's like just just let that person let do them. Yeah, you do you boo. I do me boo. Yeah, and, and not, I don't try to change you, and you don't try to change me.
2: That's the key to it. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's
3: really just chill. Out. It. Let let them. I do feel like that. I'm at one extreme to the next because I'm trying to figure out. Like I feel like he's ping ponging me back and forth, and I don't know how to make him happy. I am making an intense effort to be able to to be able to properly communicate with you oh and pay God. attention to you. S- but when I feel like. I am sitting here just thinking we're having a casual, chill conversation and you feel like my conversation with you is manufactured and it's not manufactured. It just feels like an
4: interrogation. Now, if we're living together, you can't hide from these things. You're so out there and so, hey, let's do this, let's do that. It's, yeah. it's too much. It makes you go, God, like you, you got to turn it down a little. I know her intentions were to get to know me, but it's forced, it's being pushed, it's an interview and that's, it's not two people really getting to know each other. That's me under a spotlight after a day at work and that just makes me revolt more it makes me want to draw back more if two people could just sit and just talk and just it doesn't have to be about oh, you're it's... harping
3: on something ins- in- insignificant right now no, to
4: me it's, it's, it's significant not.
3: i think what you i think right now you're being ridiculous
4: well we're gonna call each other names that's that's real for that's God.
3: not a name that's a, like a legitimate characteristic
4: i can't be with somebody who's gonna be just we're gonna argue with each other all night
3: such insanely negative
4: Honestly, I have no idea where we go from here. <laughs> no, I still have my apartment in Jersey, so if it gets yeah. to a point where I'm that uncomfortable
2: around here. Uh, well see, and you know what this is a, the, the fundamental problem is here? Yeah. Uh, you don't marry someone at first sight. Okay? <laughs> what they're going through is like the beginning of any relationship or like, hey, I'm getting to know you. Yeah. Um, we don't need to be married yeah. or living together yeah. because we've known each other nine days. That's it's why this is heads. a stupid experiment.
3: And I think she needs to back off of him just a little bit, and he needs to back off of her. Yeah. Still, but they need to give each other some forgiveness.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: You guys, um, just show some mercy, y'all. That's how for- about
2: when Doug and Jamie got married, and she oh, was like... Oh, was the best. Oh, my God, I'm going to fucking puke.
3: That was... <laughs> She she was about to say no at the altar. Yeah. That was the best. She had a long time. She, she cried in the hallway. It's awesome. Now,
2: to be fair, yeah. when we we're watching this. You were like, that is so unfair to that pretty girl, right? Like you're like, It is
3: unfair. This <laughs> because <laughs> she's like super cute. She's super cute. And, and like, he's like a troll compared to her.
2: Yeah. It's but not you do fair. As a viewer, you get to like him more as the show progresses.
3: Because he's he's really attentive and he's really patient with her. But on the looks department, you have to be at least in the same. You have to be in the stratosphere, same, you my man. Yeah. I mean, they hooked up everybody else equivalent, like to their to their looks, and yeah. then, dude, this guy's. Is- I will
2: say this, and I've said this a long time. Women are a better species. As a guy, I would not even think it's okay if there was that differential. And you know, if I'm the good-looking one, yeah, and they brought the equivalent of that, I would be like, nah, man. You would say no to her at the altar, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Guys are the
3: worst. Of course,
2: women you so superficial. You're like, you guys are like, well, you know, I'm not feeling it physically, but maybe this isn't. There's an awesome person here. I would be like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, man, you can go ahead and stop rolling because uh, <laughs> this shit's not gonna fly.
3: It's true. Women are we're more willing to look at intrinsic values. We yeah. look at things like character, morality. Fuck that. I want uh, <laughs> ethics. No, no, no. Background, Face, ass, faith, okay. hands. Gotcha.
2: Legs. Yeah. Like if cool. If this monster walked up and oh dress, my god!
3: All right, Tommy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, we can. You know, can I'm. Go I'm, ahead and cut.
3: I'm gonna match you up. I know. I know who's your match. If who's you're that? gonna match my wedding. Yeah. Uh, what was her name, Griselda Blanco?
2: Uh, yeah. Sure.
3: Uh, what a neat lady. Yeah. First of all, uh, entrepreneurial.
2: Yes. She was the, the matriarch of Medellin. <laughs> yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurial, real real spirited, feisty. Feisty
2: <laughs> is a way of saying it. Also, you could say responsible for thousands of deaths. Right. Yeah.
3: Just a little firecracker. a Little mm-hmm. Latin firecracker.
2: Firecracker.
3: Uh age, drug kingpin. Right. Oh, I love her. God, yeah. I what a neat lady. Um a little just a little sociopathic, just to kind of keep you on your little toes. Bit, you can't really read her emotionally. A little bit.
2: I think just slightly sociopathic,
3: but I would like that for you. Just you're not able to read her cues emotionally; it she puts did, you at a deficit.
2: She does have a cool like. There's cool things she did, like yeah. she named her son Michael Corleone.
3: Yes, stuff like that. Because I like the
2: movie. <laughs> I like the Godfather in the movie.
3: And better she spent. No. Betrayed, yeah, and she spent time in prison, and mm-hmm. she got a little husky.
2: She got husky, and she hooked up and with Bill Cosby.
3: She hooked up with Bill Cosby.
2: Yeah. Wasn't that his name?
3: I don't think she hooked up with Bill Cosby. I think that's his name. In the pen?
2: The guy who does Cocaine Cowboys 2.
3: Right. His name is not Bill Cosby. Are you sure? Um, I'm pretty sure. I would remember that. Being as we're huge fans of the cause. We've named our only son after a cast member of that show. I think I would know.
2: Okay. All right. Uh, You and
3: Griselda would make a nice couple.
2: It's not, but it is... Charles Cosby. <laughs> I thought it was Bill.
3: How dare you have that last What's name? What's up, Chuck?
2: <laughs> Charlie wow. Cosby.
3: Um, that sucks. That's unfortunate. What, jeans? I thought
2: you had something else there. Were you, were you, oh,
3: I've got tons of stuff. What? Well, I was going to talk about... Um, we were watching this bummer of a movie. What was it called? Uh, Outback Steakhouse?
2: Out of the Furnace? Yeah. Yeah.
3: And here I was expecting... I love Christian Bale. And I love... What's his name? Casey Flack. Yeah. And I, I like white trashy kind of stories, you know. And then it was like this bummer of a film.
2: You know what it is?
3: White people stuff.
2: White people like bummers of movies.
3: Yeah, yeah. I know. And, and then it occurred to me, like, people who like Million Dollar Baby and all these movies were tr- horrific. Tr- oh, and then she ends up crippled. Like, how, why are you watching this? And why are you telling me to watch this? I think it's for people that didn't have anything really crummy happen to them in their lives. Yeah, you know when you have crappy stuff happen, I don't want to see it in a movie. Well,
2: it's the problem with white people.
3: That's the problem with white people. They I don't know. have enough bad stuff in their lives. They got to manufacture it in movies and then give each other awards for bummer movies.
2: Brian, my cousin Brian's always oh. like, "Hey, did you see that movie?" Oh. And I'm like, "What is?" It? He's like, "Well, you know, it's this guy, <laughs> and uh, he he loses his legs, and then." <laughs> Uh, it was before his wedding so his fiance leaves him but then uh, after that when he he finds out he has bone cancer um, and then then he gets robbed and stuff oh. it's a great movie i'm like sounds like the most depressing shit yeah. i've ever heard anybody describe he's like yeah i guess you don't like that no of course i don't like no. that why can't we watch it's a movie
3: but but, like, but hollywood loves this white people love this. They, they give each other massive backslaps and awards for these movies. It is.
2: I think they should it's have... The worst. They should categorize it now, and they're like, <laughs> and now the Oscar for Best White Person Movie. That's sad and depressing for all white people to enjoy. <laughs> the Best White Oscar.
3: <laughs> Biggest bummer goes to um, my left foot. <laughs> here
2: are five white filmmakers we'll be profiling <laughs> for this white bummer of a movie.
0: <laughs> Russell, you work too much.
2: Five seconds in, you're like, sounds depressing as shit.
0: The,
3: the acoustic guitar music. Oh, there's no.
2: A, there's a white whistle. That's a white guy thing.
3: Pick up yeah. trucks.
2: And the director of Crazy Heart sounds super white.
3: How much you 1500 I ain't got that kind of cash lying around to bail you out.
2: Bro, you want to get a drink later? Yeah. Want a liquid dinner? <laughs> that the, that yeah. sound in the trailer is always Bummer. like, yeah.
3: And then do you, do bad stuff like happens. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> do you like <laughs> super depressing stuff? Well, I well, think you're going to enjoy this movie. Because it starts off nice. Mm. Like yeah.
3: They're family oriented. He's got mm. this great relationship with a brother. He's got this kick-ass girlfriend. Yep. Everything's great. Well, well, what's going to happen? American dream well, come true?
2: I mean, you know, if it's a movie, I hope <laughs> it gets really, really sad and hard to watch. Is, is that what you got in store for us? Uh, Rodney was supposed to meet me here a half hour ago. Uh, Where is he? Uh, <laughs> now, why the hell do you want to fight? I just need the money. You gonna be a dead boy <laughs> and take a dive, am <laughs> well, gonna have to teach you a lesson?
3: Jesus Christ! Rodney! Yeah, I'm
2: over this shit.
3: Over. I can't even hear the trailer. It bums me out.
2: Oh, yes. I hate that those chords. Meat. <laughs> hate that instrument. I hate
3: everything. About it. Or like like million Do you dollar like
2: bummers.
3: <laughs> million dollar baby. Right, the story of this her poor girl. Her family's terrible. She finally works her way up to being the only female boxer or whatever who's successful. And then she gets crippled, or, or you know, brain dead, and yeah. then dies. And then dies, and they're like, God, "And scene. hey, guys, did you like that fun movie? Is
2: that a fun story for you? You like that? You like super? You want like tissues? And you like that empty sinking feeling? <laughs> we can manufacture it. Make spend millions to make you feel that way if you like that.
3: That's right. I mean, I feel like life is full of enough empty sinking feelings. I don't need to pay to feel that way, guys. Look, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Give me. Give me Big Mama's house or something. Let me right. watch a Tyler Perry movie. At least I like, get a chuckle out of Medea.
2: Well, you and know, her big
3: tits swinging around.
2: That was um, that was such a bummer. Uh, just talking about that. I'm going to do something for you just before we get out of up. here. Let's get out of here. But first, yeah. let's change pace. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, much better now. <laughs> oh, can I...
0: ...post this morning from uh, this guy. I just posted this video that I did about the oxytocin level being increased when we pet dogs. Aww. You know, people should know this, okay? And, and you know, <laughs> he posts this thing like, Now that's absurd. Dogs are to be petted. Listen, you dumb motherfucker. Dogs are not to be petted if they're not yours. If he-
2: By the way, in Peter's, in this video, yeah. he has... War sound effects Sure There's He's, bombs And machine guns Going off In the In his background Of yeah. his video
3: His aggression's growing dog Something's by it
0: indiscriminately. Yeah. You do that That's fine yeah. But you walk up To my dog Or a dog That I'm working with On the street And start petting it Or like Oh let it jump up <laughs> Oh it's okay I like dogs You're a dumb Motherfucker I train dogs By petting them You dumb fuck <laughs> If you're petting A motherfucking dog or somebody else's dog that isn't yours yeah. you might be petting it to do something stupid you dumb fuck and listen stupid shit petter they're not your dogs okay this i'm gonna speak in terms that you might understand anthropomorphically okay the dog is my child you understand that the dog is my child do you go li- the
2: war sounds he's already, crazy uh, he's lost, lost his mind it. i love it
3: can I? May I just make one endorsement? Of, yeah. uh i like to thank the, the person that sent us that water pick. Yes. Finally got around to using it. Uh, just so you know, when you use a water pick, y- you have to leave your mouth open a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the, or the water can't find its way out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, mm-hmm. you'll spray your mirrors a lot the first time you use a water pick. Just be prepared for that, Okay. 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 I made a mess of our bathroom, but my teeth were so oh. clean. And thank you so much for the water pick, sir.
2: Um, thank you for gifts. We've been getting gifts from people. Yes. Uh, thank you for the bottle of wine we got in Ontario. Oh, that was really good. That was, was that Jeff or James?
3: Fuck, I Sorry, the guys. Name. Delicious. Bad with the names.
2: Yep. Um, it's very kind of you. Thank you, uh, Mike Dolce, for the books on um.
3: Oh, this Living is Pat
2: and um, the all the healthy meal-eating stuff. So Mike Dolce, Dolce Diet, thank you for that. What do you have there?
3: Uh, I think this is the guy that gave us the water pick. I think it's Pat. Anyway, thank you, guys. Is that it? I think so. I'm not sure, though. it's. it's no, I'm not sure.
2: Okay. Um, so those, there's that. Um I did have this one other quick thing to endorse or say thank you for, and this is... Um, unprompted no one asked me to do this oh yeah of course a huge thank you to datsura for the um backpack i think i've mentioned that before <coughs> that awesome backpack yeah that oh me. that's
3: a neat one yeah and i you like know, that
2: this nobody asked me to do this but i just have to mention this i was in sacramento at the punchline this past weekend which was amazing like amazing shows amazing crowd that club is is fantastic it's, it's moved into my Conversation for favorite clubs now is really? Punchline Sacramento. It's uh, the best. Dude. Incredible.
3: It is um, the best. The crowds are, are amazing. Yeah. So huge thank you normal. to
2: everybody who came out in Sacramento. But a guy came up to me afterwards and he handed me a card. Mm. He has a late night cookie delivery service. Now, I didn't get to order them. But the idea, I was like, I think wow. that's a brilliant thing for all the things you can have late night, especially like if you're stoned.
3: But not pot cookies. like No, regular cook- cookies. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: And the website is cookies, the letter N, milkdelivery.com. That's cute. Cookiesandmilkdelivery.com. If you're in Sacramento, why not get some chocolate chip or macadamia nut That's cookies Wonderful. Uh, instead of, I don't know, pizza. You see eat cookies for dinner.
3: Or get the pizza and the cookies.
2: Um, yeah, get both. Why don't you tell me to have a good night?
3: Have a good night. You have a good motherfucking night.
2: <laughs> okay. That's Carla.
3: All day, 24-7. All
2: day. All right. Um, this was a blast. Thank you guys for listening. Please go to your mom's house Please buy tickets for my shows, tomsegura.com. Go to Christina's at christinacomedy.com. And um, anything else, Jeans?
3: No, I love you guys. Thanks for listening, mommies.
2: We love you. Bye. Bye, everybody.
3: Honestly, and this is like, this goes for almost all the moments
2: in the scene. It wasn't until somebody was actually there telling me, you have two in you, or you have three in you, that like it actually kind of clicked, and I'm like, oh my God,
0: this is actually happening. I'm proud of myself. <laughs>
2: like this goes for almost all the moments in the scene it wasn't until somebody was actually there telling me you have two in you or you have three in you that like it actually kind of
4: clicked and i'm like oh my god this is actually happening